Is everybody in the world gonna die before someone finds the answer? Juiced with Oyer Hello, and welcome to... Oh, don't worry, move your chair all you want, it's fine. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yes, that voice you heard, it's a familiar voice. <laughs> if you haven't heard this podcast before, then it's not a familiar voice. Or if it is a familiar voice, how do you know him? Bad, great stuff, small world. Um, This is Juiced. 2.0 episode 10 10 10 10 Tintin Tintin Did you ever read anything to do with Tintin? No I watched a film though Oh wait there's a film Yeah man Yeah I've not invested any money into that I've not invested any money into Tintin Tintin There's a CD of Funky House back there as well Where? I came in and I saw it and I was like, who left this here? I'm taking that. I mean, for real, why would you leave that? What kind of gold is that? <laughs> you take, yeah, it's yours now. Congratulations. <laughs> you have won. Um, yes, this is episode 10. My name is Oyen Fawawe. And this week, my guest is the reoccurring, the never ending, the it's forever present. Again. Christian Emmanuel. What? <laughs> the mic just hit me in the face. That's fine. Well, go on. Oh, I hope there's nothing on that mic. Um, I'm okay. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm just chilling. Yeah. It's like pissing it down outside. It's not. Why are you lying? It's not that heavy. No, come on. It's it's really not though. No, it's, it's... I think that's the sensitivity of your skin. Um. But yeah. Anyways, um, we're here to talk about couple topics i think well we'll figure out by the end how many topics we actually get through you but what i wanted to talk to you about was i asked you have were you a horrible person to your girlfriend i don't believe so you don't believe so no do you think guys would admit to that if they like jay-z do you think jay-z would admit to being a horrible person to beyonce we did though didn't we yeah but would if i asked him do you think you do you think you are a horrible person to beyonce i don't think he'd say yes I think he'd he'd do that media answer like I I and I don't even think he'd do the media answer on purpose. I think most why? What do you think his response would be? Huh? What do you think his response would be? I think he'd be like, um, I don't think I made the right choices, and then because of those choices, I affected Beyonce negatively. I don't think he'd be like, I was a dick, um, and I was, and I took advantage of her nice persona. Well, I don't know about nice, but you know, mm. polite persona. That's true. I don't, don't know. So I, I feel like even answer, asking that question to guys is a uh, sketchy. But I feel like you'd know if you'd put your partner through. But then pride. I don't think out of pride people would it would like. Because you know what I realise as well? People don't like to. Um, people don't like to be told that they're wrong. Mm. Especially if you're very um, upfront about it. Like rather than doing like the nice sandwich or even like saying it in like a constructive way. Um, people don't like to be told, and me included, sometimes, don't like to be just told, you know, you're just wrong. You're just wrong. Not even like, people prefer to get the response of, you're wrong because this, 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 and this is how you can fix this. People don't like to just be told you're wrong. Like, you're just doing it wrong. Because it's kind of like, one, how do you not think I don't know this? Two, who are you to comment on my life? And then three, well, what do you want me to do with this information? Well, everyone believes they're 
doing the right thing. That's another. Th- okay, so okay, 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 so okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Spit it so out. So I was reading an article on Psychology Today. Mm. Great place to read articles, by the way, honestly. Changed my life, you know. At least one article a day nowadays. Keeps the doctor away. For real? No, it keeps the therapist away. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll find out in 20 years. <laughs> um, but yes, so I was reading an article on um, Psychology Today, and it was basically talking about saying attractive people have a similar sense of um, justice in the world as people born into wealth. So people born into wealth um, tend to have the mentality of people get what they deserve and deserve what they get. And some attractive people have the same mentality because they've been afforded such niceties, I guess, that you get you can get from being good looking, but they don't realise it's because some people don't it's like white people, not aware of their privilege. I think pretty looking people, pretty mm. looking people. Um can sometimes not saying all, just um can sometimes not be aware of that privilege as well. And then it was breaking down how people um I've got it on my phone. Let's um just males. It males. Huh? Was this both males and females or was it just limited I to think, a certain gender? I think it was limited to females. Yeah. I was gonna say I can't imagine it. Yeah, having... I think it was limited to females, which is, you know, a sexist uh, way to look at things. But then if it's you know, psychology study. I didn't know what to say after that. I was like, if it's a psychology study, it's a psychology study. I didn't know what to say. But no, yeah, so, so here it is, here it is. They're like breaking down how um, people who believe in a just world think, just in general, yeah. um, and why they believe in a just world. It said, first, believing in a just world, roughly, um, roughly that people get what they deserve and deserve what they get is a cognitive bias that some people hold on to because it makes them feel gold. Feel gold? <laughs> feel gold. Gold. I've been listening to too much S-Town. Um, feel good. Um, so it's all in your... It's all because of how it makes you feel about yourself. Yeah. I just hit myself on the chest. Um, and then the next point they made is that those who believe in the just world are less likely to have experienced injustice themselves. The more personal injustice one experiences, those that affect you personally in a negative way, um, the more one is likely to reject their belief in a just world. Because again, rejecting that belief when faced with contradictory self, contradicted, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Spit it out, man. <sighs> Rejecting the belief when faced with contradictory evidence should maintain self-esteem. Okay, place in an example. Mm-hmm. If something bad happened to you and you believe the world is a just place, that would mean you deserved that bad thing because you're a bad person. Ooh. So rather than think you're a bad person, you reject the idea that the world is fair. Seems that the biasing factor there would be the message of I'm awesome and deserve good things, as that could explain both believing that both believing the world is fair if things are going well and unfair if they aren't, rather rather than the just world belief being the biased. Does that make sense? The end, I kind of thought it off. I don't think that made sense. But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you, are you kind of getting the gist? I get of it. Of what I'm saying? I was just thinking as well, like when you were saying that, I was thinking, how do I think? This is what I'm saying. I, I, I there was a lot of... <laughs> 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 I was like, this is what I'm saying. So, um... That article, like, I, I stumbled on upon it at a perfect time in my life. Because mm. I um, said to somebody, I think I said this on the podcast as well, that after a poor relationship, I realized I needed time for myself. I took the time for myself, but then I 
isolated myself and continued to isolate myself once I realized I needed people, like I needed to see people again. Yeah. Not like see people like that, just didn't like see my friends. But then I continued to isolate myself. And I was saying to somebody like, I I made a wrong decision to continue to isolate myself. Yeah, but then I remember they we spoke about this. Yeah, then they phrased it to me as, maybe you needed that extra time. Maybe you needed that extra time so you can come back um, like with a different outlook on life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then I was like, that's that that's true maybe i need extra time but why can't i be wrong why can't i have made a, a bad decision and just it be a bad decision why does it always have to be just why do people feel the need to always justify their decisions that you know what you did that because you felt to do it and because you felt to do it it's fine do you see what i'm saying mm. so in terms of like the um just world I don't think that I don't know. It makes me. Th I don't. I that article made me think. Do I think we live in a just world? Because I've never actually thought about that either. Um, I actually don't know. I feel like it's it's unfair a lot of the time. But then, depend. It depends on your sense of justice, I guess. Mm. But um, depends how you think, also. Yeah, like how. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, I was yeah. like, like a lot of the times, I believe. My mind splitting too. Tell like, me. A lot of the times, I'll believe in um like good karma bad karma mm. and then if something's bad happened i usually probably lead with oh maybe i've done something to deserve that mm. but then also i'm like well that's silly sometimes shit just happens yeah and i don't I, okay now i just came to a conclusion yeah i don't i don't <laughs> i don't believe that like people get what they deserve, deserve and deserve what they get mm. but like, that's just too simple too yeah. black and white for this world and what's the other half of your brain that sometimes shit just happens oh, okay regardless of if you dis you, you know what i mean you don't mm -hmm. need to deserve it sometimes shit just happens and you need to kind of move yeah. forward from that point and um <coughs> sorry i thought it was my throat it was just like she's joking man she's joking okay back um and it made me nice watch by the way i've been looking at it for a while I'm trying Thank to think you. how i could steal it no um it's mine so <laughs> We live I'm, in I'm an unjust it. world. <laughs> <laughs> Shit just happens sometimes. But it made me think, I don't really believe that like I'm a bad person and some, and so that's why this bad thing happened. Mm. But then why, going back to me saying, why can't people be wrong? Why can't people be wrong? Like why? Well, actually, I was reading another article in Psychology Today and I was talking about how people prefer feedback relative to themselves. It was very obvious, but the way they, they gave it evidence. And I was basically saying you can either give feedback... Um, no, you can either compare somebody to a set standard, which is what they do in school, um, you can com or, you, or you can go to the workplace and they compare people to the level that other people work at, or you can compare yourself to yourself. Yeah. And people prefer to be compared to themselves then I feel like that's just because, um, not that's just because, like it's that simple. I should be writing for psychology today. But um, that can be simplified by just saying like, people don't like the idea of somebody being better. Yeah. Because if somebody's better and you're here- Well, it's also unhealthy here, for you to try yeah. and compare yourself to somebody else. Because then that brings on the, I, not the idea, but that makes you think, well, if they did this, then I must be wrong. Yeah, and that's when I can see like people wanting to validate whatever decision I make because I should only compare myself to me. Yeah. But then, 
I don't know. I just really feel like it's important for people to look at their own life, compare themselves to themselves, yes. But then sometimes be like, no, I, I'm wrong. Like, I'm fully wrong. And there's no other way to look at it. Than... It's like people that murder. <laughs> They're wrong. They are just wrong. If I decided, if I was having an emotional uh, breakdown, and in that emotional breakdown, I slammed the door and I accidentally caught your finger in the door. Mm. Some people could justify it as, um, not justify it, but they'd apologize, realize that what they did had a negative effect on you, but still bring it back to the fact that it's because oh, I like need- Oh, I felt this Yeah, way. like I felt this way. And I feel like it's when you when you look at yourself and um, decide that I did this wrong. Failure is very important, I think, to growing as a person. But no one wants to admit that. Not no one, but people don't like to admit that failure. Like, because when you fail, you fail. Like you fail. Failure is like you, <laughs> you fail, bro. Like it is what it is. You've done wrong. It's like with a driving test. You don't half pass. You fail. Mm. It kind of is what it is. But then everybody kind of wants to salvage the positive, which is good. But then I feel like it's when you're uncomfortable, when you realize, okay, I did all these decisions and this was wrong. Let me redo this entire thing again. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like if a company completely fails, you look at the things you did well, but then you're like, well, I did this so completely wrong that it actually failed. Let me see if I can do this again. I think it has to be by a case by case basis. Though, oh, it? 100%. Like a lot of the times people... If it's in a uh, a conversational like format in the way that you're talking to someone and you're you're having an open conversation about something that someone's done wrong, mm -hmm. if you lead with you're wrong, like don't do that again. Come <laughs> <laughs> my child. Yeah, it, like it shut, but it shuts people up, doesn't it? If mm. if, you, if that's what you lead with, I think is why a lot of the times people try and salvage the positive. Mm -hmm. Is because people feel like there's nothing to take from that that I can grow from. Mm -hmm. Where's where's the constructive, you know, feedback or criticism that I can actually use to make sure I don't do this again. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Maybe I articulated myself wrong. I agree with what you said. Yes, yes. Speak that truth. Speak that speak, truth. Speak that shit. So man. now moving to social media, mm. I oh. think um failure is one of the reasons that um people have uh, like a a complex but have an issue when it comes to seeing people win on social media because does that do you, are you following no no so um it could either be you're a creative and you go on twitter and everybody's talking about how amazing their new project is and yeah. how they're now working with this brand and how they've made this progress and how they've um written this or done this or whatever it is but no one goes and goes on twitter or goes on instagram and rightly so live your life um, and says, oh, I tried to make this short film and it was horrendous. Mm. When you, do you know, and this is, it's like another tweet that I saw a while ago that was like, um, Beyonce admitting, at, well, I know I keep talking about Beyonce, Beyonce admitting that, no, making it public that Jay-Z cheated on her, humanized her. Failures humanize people because everybody's striving for perfection, but we're not getting there. Yeah. If you keep having, if you keep um, painting this air of perfection, you have no relatability with people because you are seen as somebody who, um, it's like um, we're both human, but for some reason you have this uh, ability to just get everything right. Yeah. If you don't show 
no one pops out of the womb and is able to just do shit. Like it doesn't work that way. You have to show some form of growth. And I think that's why failure is, this sounds like so negative, but like failure is important to me. Like with Maya Jama and her tweets, I much prefer for her to come out, apologize and say, I don't think that way anymore. Um, What's this? Oh, okay. Let's not use that as an example. That's <laughs> a- <laughs> um, for example, um, 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 Actually, let me think of a filmmaker. Mm. Hmm. None come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, okay, say say um say in first year. Yeah. Actually, no. Say I go on Twitter and I'm like, oh, I just got my degree. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. But people didn't know I actually had to reset first year. Yeah. People could be like, oh my gosh, despite all the stuff that she was going through, she got her degree, she got a first, da, 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 da. If I said to people, yeah, but I also had to repeat first year, it humanizes me, takes me off that God pedestal. Well, there's story and I think in the that... failure, though, isn't there? Okay. Mr. Poetic. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. But like, Do you there's... see what I'm trying to get at with get the you. whole failure thing? Yeah. I'm not saying people should like live in, like sit in the negative, but I think when you admit to your failures, you sit in the lesson. Yeah. Failure is where you learn. Yes, exactly. Whereas people are. Um, failing and looking at why um, not everyone else is wrong but looking at the positive they did and just moving on rather than acknowledging the negative and seeing how to fix that yeah do you see what I'm saying I get you yeah and I just feel like um, it's 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 important for that because you can't grow as a person if you don't or at least at least um, you don't look like your 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 I don't see why growth is so negative without people even realizing it's they feel it's negative. But are you saying that you'd like to see that more on social media for people to actually share that? Um in all honesty, it does not affect me. But mm. then I can see how people who use social media um get depression or form more not get depression, but then like feel more depressed because people are only showing one hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like if people, if those people don't want to um, get off social media, or if social media is part of their career or something like like they have to continue using social media, mm-hmm. it'd be easier for them, especially as people who are like celebrities and stuff. It'd be easier for them to see their faves admit to stuff that's gone wrong, because then they'd be able to think, oh, I can do what they do. I mean, it does, in all honesty, very, very honest, and I'm not saying that as in like just to say it, it really doesn't affect me. Mm. I, I couldn't care less. I don't think there's anybody that I idolize on that level. I think it comes from that point, though, like how we were speaking um, before in the previous episode where people put up this like curated persona of themselves because they're in such like competition with everyone who they see mm-hmm. and are wanting to prove to everyone like look at me this is the things that i'm doing with my life kind of thing do mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah um i don't know it's weird they it's just like but people aren't really having like a lot of open discussions or any open discussions online i feel i feel it's just people shouting at each other it's very interesting because it's like people will continue to tell you don't be in competition in competition don't be in competition with people because it creates like a negative Sometimes you can create a negative idea of yourself if you yeah. keep looking at yourself in comparison to other people. But then if you have these role models, if you don't look at the if you don't look at them in the right lens, 
when I say the right lens, I mean it's like it's a specific lens. Like you have to go to spectators. Um, <laughs> if like you look at them as like, effect. yeah, that is you're doing what you told yourself not to do, but you might I might compare myself to you because say I know you, I see you on like the level, like the not the same level, but it's like, do you know what I mean? You're humanized for me. But if I have a role model, say I look up to Beyonce, yeah, I'm not without realizing I could com- be comparing myself to Beyonce, but still preaching or not preaching, still believing, um, I'm not in competition with anybody. I'm only in competition with myself. Mm. When in reality, what I've actually done is not necessarily create a competition, but created a benchmark for myself that I'll continue to compare myself to. Which is just as bad as the competition. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm going to talk about? I'm, I'm seeing like... Tell me. Talk to me. How man. social media has like changed um, personalities or like entertainment is that it used to be like back in the day, you were, you were what you did. Meaning if I was an actor or if I was a musician... The thing that will be broadcasted is my my art rather mm. than me as a personality yeah. and my life and stuff like that as well. Where now I think people feel like they need to be more of like a three D personality. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm specifically with. That's interesting that you use the word three D though. I would have mm. said two D. Two D, you think? Yeah, so? like I would say instead of it being like um, instead of all you needing before. Um, being a portrait yeah now you need a full landscape scenery you need to show like oh this is the house this is the charity i donate to this is the um bike i ride on my weekend yeah. on the weekend cool things i do this is the film i'm also working on before it was just like this is the portrait look at the description below that's what mm-hmm. i do whereas now it's like it's such a wider picture well that's what social media gives us it's a uh, I don't know if it's a true picture, but a wider picture where now you feel it, you feel it's necessary to um, fill the gaps. Like so, it starts with the with the portrait, and then you feel the gap, feel like you feel the background of that portrait around you. Yeah, and then you realize, oh wait, but that person's got a bigger photo than me. Let me let me get a bigger canvas. And then the canvas keeps growing, and you feel like you need to add more to this um, persona. But when you think about it, there's no depth there. That's why I don't think it's 3D. There's True. no depth there in the sense of, um, that's what, going back to being human, um, <laughs> there's no depth there in the sense of, oh, but who is she really? Yeah. Like, who is this person really? Like, and this is a conversation I think you guys should have with your friends. Who are these people really? Like, I have certain friends that I talk to about certain things, but if all I talk to about this person is um boys, who is this person really? Like, how, yeah. like, it's very hard to break down. Like, all you could, the only way you can get to know a person is through conversation, like actual conversation. You can't really just be like, oh, here's 10 questions to get to know somebody better. Mm. I mean, there's bare articles like that. So if you want to follow them, go for it. But, um, and you know what? I was listening to S Town. Sorry, I keep talking. Sorry. It's <laughs> my podcast. Who's S Town, fam? S Town's a podcast, fam. Sick podcast. Um, yeah, listen to it, man. It's, mm. it's like seven episodes, each is like an hour long. Really, really good. Um, so yeah, there's some homework for you. <laughs> um, but what was I saying? What was I saying? What was I saying? Was I was listening, listening to S Town. Listening to S Town. Oh uh, yes, <sighs> chapter six is really emotional for me. Not actually for people. It's just an episode, but it was emotional for me because like I related very much to um, the the guy that was talking because some. Somebody died, so he was talking about um, 
how he wished he could have tried a relationship with this person but the time is gone now because they're no longer here mm. and like that resonated with me deeply and then I was thinking and he was saying his his counsellor told him the definition of intimacy that he now understands is his definition of intimacy said to um to be intimate with somebody is to have to share your thoughts your opinions your downfalls um thoughts opinions downfalls so basically a lot um with the reassurance that you'll get no judgment and they'll still talk to you tomorrow and be like how are you yeah like there's no change there and that definition oh kicks me in the chest <laughs> and i realize we don't have that intimacy with um celebrities we have like that fake intimacy yeah where like you you tweet regularly like with kanye kanye's going on a twitter spree right now yeah like ever since he's been back no and like um people might see his like deep tweets and be like oh like i get how kanye thinks you don't though you don't actually know his thoughts like his actual thoughts kim probably does yeah or who else i don't know i don't know who his circle is do you know what i mean so like in terms of being intimate with people i feel like people have a lot of friends who they actually aren't intimate with definitely and i'm not saying intimate has to be something you always look for but i think well a lot um, of times like when you have like conversations that they just don't hit a certain level it's just like oh yeah you see that tv show yeah yeah i love it like yeah. this thing happened but there's no like connection in regards you being able to talk about certain topics it's actually um harder for some people it's not that it's not hold on let me film <laughs> you good yeah sorry <laughs> i think it's hard for some people to reach to scrape away that first layer of just absolute bs yeah and then to go and like, like um, it's like when you have a scab. Some people like to just tap on it and be like, oh yeah, I'm really getting to the root of the problem. I know this, I know this person, great. But you need to scrape away that scab and then get to the raw flesh. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> get to the raw flesh to know the person. Because like, I think I gave this analogy like in my, in my first series of podcasts, like last year. And I was like, being in love with somebody I've never been in love, but it's kind of like, you know how to hurt that person, but you choose not to, you trust the person not to. You give, you give the person a gun and each bullet is like little knowledge about you that you know like could literally break you to <laughs> be no one. And um, you give them the gun, you give them the bullets because you trust that they're not gonna use it against you. Yeah, That's how much you risk when you, I don't know, you tell me. Yeah, definitely. It's like you keep you keep that shit on safety, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think um, we'll oh, we'll read an article before we got here, mm. and I was talking about the big five personality traits, and one of them is openness. And I think people don't have that on lock as much as they think they do. But do you think that's just in regards to certain people, or they can't, you know what I mean, break that openness? with anybody do you get what i mean uh, oh um because a lot of the time um, you know that you can't connect with certain people on a certain mm. level do you know what i mean like you know okay if you uh, you come up with certain topics about your life they're just gonna be like uh yeah 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 cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know i think I mean? there's two there's the people that you just can't connect with mm. and um you know 
that's just the way of life is. You just mm. have to move on. You can keep trying. Do you know what? Oh, you can keep trying though. But it depends on which who's who's the person that's opening their wound. If it's you being open and this person's not really understanding what to do with all this openness. Yeah. I don't know what to do in that situation. You can't do shit. But then if them if it's them being open, no, if it's them like resisting being open, sometimes you just have to like maneuver find a different way because i i can definitely say there's people <clears throat> sorry i've got to tell you what's going on in my throat i think i've fallen ill <laughs> i don't want to admit to it <laughs> yo <laughs> <laughs> no it's like you when you're exhausted your body just begins to like give up and it's like yeah we're gonna do like we're gonna have to like take a week off no yeah, no? yeah i get you you didn't have this up when you're doing your dissertation as well yeah oh. exactly like it's the the, oh. the the irritation no i don't know with the what irritation the illita- is that I a new know. word i don't know man leave me alone, <laughs> leave me alone. the irritation um but what was i saying so yeah i think i think there are people like myself not not being cocky i'm being serious like who are sent to this world who can um break most people I feel, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you know how to connect with people. Yeah. You know how to connect with different people. You're a connection whore. God damn. <laughs> God damn. God damn. <laughs> God damn. Um. Yeah. Like you, you know how to do it, and you can do it with most people. Wow, it is really a whore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but not everybody has to be that person. Sometimes you just have to find the right puzzle piece for you. Yeah. Find yeah. who you gel with. Yeah, who you gel with, and who you know. Who you can be the, it's like um, you have therapists in this world and you have some friends who are therapists for their friends. Yeah. Like you're not therapist, you're not qualified. You're not qualified to do that role, but you know how to do it for that person because you two gel. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like there's people who can just do it for everybody and then there's the people who can do it for a specific set of people. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And um, I don't know my point here. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, different people need different kind of reassurance, though. Yeah, it's it's a dangerous game to play, though. Being open with people. It is. You have to watch out as well, man. It's weird, man. A lot of people just. I can understand how people get hurt and just never bother to open up again. Mm. I don't even like. Not that I would ever judge, but I I fully understand that it makes sense. It's just a matter of. I don't no, know. I, you know. I fully understand. Do you know why I fully understand it? Because um. Not everybody has the same willpower. Some people, oh, I don't mean to be rude. But I get that. Some people are like not like not mentally strong enough mm. to decide, okay, let me try again. Some people are like that really, like you don't know people's threshold. Some people can be like, that really took me out. Like some, some people can break up with people and have suicidal thoughts. Some people can break up with people and have, um, oh, that person fucked me over, never again. Yeah. And then some people can break up with people and be like, ah. Oh, such is life. On to the next one. It depends on what your threshold is. So if you were to break up with somebody and no, if somebody was to break up with you and you didn't know how to live life after that and even just to be mediocre is a serious achievement for you, I can understand why you would be like, yeah, maybe maybe I just won't. I don't know. Because I feel like within those three like, thresholds... I don't support it though. But you, I'd, I'd feel like you'd always, after a certain point, you'd be like shit like a kind of I want. need one or need that, you know what I mean? Like even though, oh, like fuck it, I don't want to be open with anybody else again, but I'm missing something here. Yeah, I guess it depends on how much you want it. I'd need to speak to some. What you thinking, girl? 
But then I think those people, like, um, not those people, <laughs> those people, <laughs> seen in our jobs. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I sounded like the people that, um, <laughs> but obviously I don't agree with social views because I am the people. God um, but what was I saying? I think the people that um, <laughs> you okay? <laughs> I think the people that like that decide, oh, I can't do this anymore. Mm. They find like things that just kind of temporary, temporarily fill the hole. Yeah. Like you have, a, you have like a, a set of set of skills. You have various relationships that don't mean anything because you know once it gets to level eight, yeah, I'm ducking out. I'm never gonna go to level nine because mm. level nine, I was there last time and I cried. We ain't doing that again. And I think that's a very like sad way to live. In a, in my like, I don't know how I need to need to read more on psychology today before I comment on this. I'm gonna comment anyway, <laughs> and I'll come back to you guys with some new facts next week. But I think the people who have like commitment issues, yeah, you can talk it out. You need to talk it out with somebody. I don't think it's a, it's that. That's it. That is it. Actually, you know what? There what is do you a mean? Thing... Like it's something that can actually be resolved. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There is a there from s-town there's mm. an episode where they talk about um madder hatter's disease madder hatter's or mad hatter's disease mad hatter's mad hatter's that's the one you know what i'm talking about um but it's a disease where the people who would make hats would do something with mercury and they would get mercury poisoning yeah it's from like 1800s and they'd get mercury poisoning and it would basically drive them crazy to the point where they'd kill themselves so part of the symptoms like no one of the like results or like symptoms is like a lack of joy like you can't everything that's positive you so you don't seem to be able to see it anymore yeah. or like and you lose your you your sense of humor you don't have that anymore um and you're just very negative and very and you've got a lot of depression and like anxiety and eventually you seclude yourself because you don't want to be around people you don't, you don't, um, how do I explain it? Yeah, you don't want to be around people and you don't have the patience or time. Like, you just don't see the, any positive in the world, basically. It's it's really interesting. I, I'd Google it if you, if you. Flipping out. Mercury poisoning, that's what that does to you. And um, I think in that case, that's a like serious <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a medical condition <laughs> yeah and i think commitment issues you could say is like a mental health kind of thing because i'm you, sure there's you a think so what mental health commitment issue you think is a, a mental health because i think it comes from a place of fear no you don't think so let's see what psychology they have to say about that <laughs> <laughs> no wait so you don't think it's a mental health thing i don't think so i think um when i say mental health i'm not saying it's a mental illness mm. i'm saying it's to do with the way you think yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it definitely is. So, for example, um, there's multiple behavioral therapies that people can do, and each has, like, a different purpose. So, I think if you have commitment issues, I don't know which one you'd go for, but, like, I'm sure there's a there's a behavioral therapy somewhere that will help you change. Like, for example, cognitive behavioral therapy is to help track neg negative thoughts yeah. and figure out how to deal with those. Dialectal behavioral bruh actually let me not quote something that i'm not <laughs> but there's different there's multiple different behavioral therapies that are for different issues that people have so i think if you have um anything to do with 
that you, anything you can't grasp that is to do with like the way you think, which I think is commitment issues. Yeah. I think you can talk out with somebody. That's a very controversial statement. Um, I think you can, um, in terms of commitment issues, I think you can talk out with somebody because it comes from a place. It doesn't just like sprout up from somewhere. Yeah, like it's conditioned. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And more often than not, it might be, um, and obviously people, keep in mind, I'm talking out of my ass. I have no experience in like, I have no degree in psychology, <laughs> but that's not even the degree I'm doing. Um, I just read yeah. and that's that's all I have. <laughs> That's all I have. I have nothing. I am Whitney Houston. <laughs> but you don't think it's a... What do you think it is then? What do you think it's to do with? Yeah, it is a, a negative... Um, it's a conditioned way of thinking. But as you're saying, yeah, if you... Wow, look. What's I, was, I was actually... I was, see, acceptance and commitment therapy, ACT, is an action-oriented approach to psychotherapy that stems from traditional behavioral therapy and cognitive behavioral therapy. Ooh, clients learn to stop avoiding, denying, and struggling with their inner emotions and instead accept that these deeper feelings are appropriate responses to certain situations. Okay, maybe that's not relationship, relationship, but yeah. Damn. Brothers, thanks for everything. What did you want to say? I'm listening. We want to hear what you have to say. What do you have to say, bro? Yeah, I think people just need to keep talking to people, having conversation with people. And then, yeah, once, you, once you're able to talk and open up in a way where you can actually learn how to, you know what I mean, change these ways of thinking you know what I mean I do know what you mean but I think everyone people are like splitting two a lot of people are willing to like develop themselves and like better their outlook or their way of thinking or correct certain mistakes where a lot of people just get stuck in their own ways do you know what I mean yeah I think it's easy to become an adult and to stop growing Mm. just how much you're willing to be accepting of other people's perspective, I guess. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of relationships fail as well. What, because people don't want to accept other people's perse- perspectives? Mm. That's why, that's me going back to, like, sometimes you're just wrong. <laughs> yeah. And that just, and you just have to accept that, it's like when you think about how your parents raised you and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that for my kids. You're basically saying that what they did for you was um, not necessarily wrong, but just not fitting. And that's something that can happen. Not every decision people make is going to be fitting for you. But if you want to be black and white, basically that decision they made for you was wrong. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? I think a lot of people get stuck stuck in that. Um, as in children, like with how their parents raise them, because that's the only, you know what I mean? That constant authoritative figure. Was it not you that I was telling that um, apparently you're, the the voice in your yeah, head yeah yeah the the voice in your head is that of your parents yeah the voice and in your head that tells you you can't it's, your, <laughs> yeah. it's the voice of your parents that like really like messed me up I was like what <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you went home and you're eyeballing your parents like you, <laughs> yeah. it's been you all along because I think Sorry. we spoke as well and you <laughs> were saying um uh we was talking about like voices in your own head narcissism is everywhere (laughs) (laughs) but we were talking about voices in your own head and you was like what does your voice sound like Mm. and I was like it sounds like me but with a voice that's less deep and it always trips me out and then you was like well maybe it's you as a child and that that was your (laughs) inner voice as a child and then it's like never grown in terms of yeah, and I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god!" You're just trying to like make make a new story, like I'm. Using but it a... it makes sense, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's so weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's... Bram, oh, 
<laughs> so now is it you think it's gonna mature ever you think you're gonna have one day and it's gonna be like hey man hey man <laughs> nah it'll always no. sound like this but what i was saying was though is it's hard for you to push back at how your parents raised you because like what else do you know mm. 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 Do you know what I mean? Like it's a weird one to try and because then all else you will know is either what people what you've seen outside, but then it doesn't hold the same weight. Yeah. So it's kind of like you have to, and you feel kind of disloyal doing so. Mm. Like if my parents were always like, um, "We season our food with this, this, and this," and then I go back, then I go to uni and I come back and I'm seasoning my food with something new. I kind of feel like this is like literally my life. I kind of feel like, oh, right, I've just like disregarded like my mom, the way I've lived and the way my mom planned to like pass on that to me. Yeah. I've now come with something completely new that I saw outside, which means I valued their, I saw their opinion. Or more their, than my own parents. Yeah, like higher or more, um, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. Get I it. Valued it more, and it it does feel like raw. How how dare I? Yeah. <laughs> how dare <laughs> I do such a thing to my parents? And then are you? And then you you tend to think, are you right in that regard? Yeah. And then you realize that there is like you are the only person that decides right and wrong. Mm. Like you can't go because if you go to your parents and be like, well, who can I? Which seasoning should I go for? They're gonna tell you their seasoning, yeah. obviously. But then that's biased, so you have to go by your own like. You have to. It's like you're literally building this like um court of justice in mm. your head where you're the only person on the jury you're the only judge you're the only person on trial you're the only person that's a lawyer and it's like raw who do we who do we trust because everybody else is an outsider mm. this is my own head i had a conversation like this as well with um my mom and Tell i was it. saying to her how's your mom she good man she good that's amazing i don't know your mom as well but still <laughs> i'm sure she's fine she good man that's good to hear thanks but Tell we was we was disagreeing about um how she reacted in a certain instance where I thought that I could have needed a, a certain kind of support or something like this. Mm. But, and then she was saying that a lot of the times, and you may do this, is that Sorry. you as someone's child, you tend to forget that your parents are also human <laughs> and that they also make the wrong decisions sometimes. Mm. But obviously they won't voice that with you yeah, because you're their child, do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's sometimes you need to actually Ooh, consider full that Full circle. Fact. Admit to failure because it humanizes you. Bam. And you look thought I was trying absolute rubbish. <laughs> How do you feel now? And, and that's exactly what I said to her. I was like, I, I completely get that. But do you not understand where if you would have came out to me at a certain point and said that, mm -hmm. then I would have been like, oh, okay. I I get you now. Yeah. Do you know you, what I mean? And we would have had a... a, a a level ground mm -hmm. but that aspect sometimes people just gloss over specifically parents <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy i think you're, you're when you think of yourself in relation to your parents um if they never humanize themselves or if you never have that memory where you humanize them i guess mm. they they sit on this pedestal that is not god it's not necessarily like intelligent, but it's a pedestal like that specifically for them. Mm. I don't know how to explain it. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Like they're not, oh, they can do, um, they're the smartest person because you know your parents are the smartest. Um, or 
they are the wisest or they are um, or they know best it's just a pedestal that is there like it has no it literally is the parent pedestal do you see what i'm saying where the rules are so blurred because we're still growing they're still growing so like do but you, know you what feel I'm like you always have to consider whatever it is they say i know this is you? like basic like basic maths but they're still growing we're still growing but the age gap is still the same so like you never really process that they're getting older yeah like they've always just been older than you and that's how it is mm-hmm. so when they make comments you're like oh you clearly have things i don't know how to explain what i'm saying ignore me absolutely <laughs> nah but <laughs> i get i get what you're saying in the in the sense of anything they say you always have to consider it yeah like you don't just straight off say oh you're wrong or you're right it's always like and it takes a lot for you to tell your parents that they're wrong, that they're wrong you know yeah i remember i, I was talking with my mom and i was i my mouth just feels tired i feel like she's about to like give up you need um, to have a rest you do it's like i need to have a mental rest <laughs> not like like i need to get a mental couch and just like lay down there's a couch over no, there a mental way. couch like mental um <laughs> um what was i saying what was i saying and i was talking to my mom and mm. i was saying not your mom my mom your mom <laughs> so that funny um and we were talking and i remember i was crazy. like we were talking we were talking we were talking and i was like you're not listening to what i'm saying and i was thinking Right, if I was younger, she would have slept me for shouting like that. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that came up my kids were was like, Rah, <laughs> who do I think I am? <laughs> I was like, bruh, this is your mother. Like, the air of respect will never not be there. But then you just want the same back. But then to have the same back also humanizes them because it's like, how do I explain it? I don't think I'm making any sense. You're making sense. To have the same, to ask for respect back is for you to say you aren't all knowing, all um, all righteous. Like you are sometimes wrong. Yeah. So therefore I feel like I deserve the same amount of respect. Like I can sometimes be right and you're wrong. But by saying that you can also sometimes feel like you're disrespecting your parents. Yeah, because, because for like what? 18 years mm. they've they've been that person so why do we suddenly want to change the dynamic yeah. because we're growing up and we're becoming different people like i know my parents will always see me as like um not necessarily the baby my parents don't baby me it's more like <laughs> the girl they, well, they will just always see me as the girl <laughs> <laughs> the girl that one day she just arrived <laughs> you just popped out man, yeah, man. And she do call in the shot i heard you me. guys were, were making food <laughs> don't know how to explain it like my parents will always see me the same but i know i won't always see my parents the same yeah like you're always the child to them no matter how old you are yes whereas with yeah 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 yeah. whereas with me my parents will always be the same but i'm just adding new things to the list of things that they are Mm. does that make sense yeah whereas with me like they're never gonna change that list maybe they'll change it when i get married i don't know that i think i think that might be a uh, a, like, do you know what I mean? Like a game changer. There's always a bias. I'm gonna have like a child. There's always a bias. Like though. a child. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, a pet or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's always a bias. I guess they come from the bias of you. Imagine your parents have like, <laughs> they raised you. They've seen you from when you was like zero months old. Yeah, they've literally. So it's hard me. to try and bypass that that thought pattern and 
actually try to consider oh, that you know might know more than them about certain topics or whatever. I worked with somebody and I remember saying to him, um, I shouldn't have worked with you for as long as I did. Damn. Oh no, we're, 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 our, our relationship is fine. But um, where we're honest like that, you mm. know, we're, we're progressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said I shouldn't have worked with you for as long as I did because... Because you were because supposedly because you were supposedly like guiding me or providing me opportunity, I felt it'd be disrespectful for me to say I'm leaving now. Yeah, and I feel like it's the same with your parents because you've guided me for so long. I feel like it's disrespectful for me to say you're not really helping me that much anymore. I'm gonna go outside and seek more experience. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like that that's a like struggle that I've had between myself and like. My parents, because they will still... My dad says that I can't tell you what to do, but I'll advise. But then it's like, imagine saying to your parents, oh, yeah, yeah, I took your advice, but then also, like, I read online this. They always have this response of, so you're reading online instead of believing what I say. Like, what's you're discrediting what I have to say, basically. Mm. And I can see how that's offensive. And it makes me think, well, what am I going to be like as a parent? I'm going to fall apart. I would be like, why don't you love me? <laughs> Tell me, baby, why don't you love me? When I made you food from day one, love me. There's not the lyrics. Who's that? Beyonce. Oh. Oh, no, no, Beyonce song anymore. That's fine. I've mentioned Beyonce three times. The last one I remember is, bow down, bitches. Really? That's a that's still a cultural uh, reference. Like, that's not a big song. Oh. So, <laughs> Oh, Drunken Love. Yeah, I was like, where is this going? Where is this going? I was like, is that a Sierra song? <laughs> Yo, do you know what's mad, right? Tell me We're what's mad. Completely weird. Brother. Topic. But do you know what's mad is how much like Beyonce actually changed the game. I was thinking about this earlier, right? When, I can't remember if it was, nah, it was the one before Lemonade. What was? Four. No, self-titled. Yeah, that one. That was oh, the one where she right. just dropped it out of nowhere. Mm. And that's like completely changed you how people view. You realize she doesn't do interviews anymore. For real, she hasn't done interviews for time. Like, can you imagine being at that point in the career where it's like, where, where did you drop self-titled? I was like, there's no singles. Mm-hmm. It's just an album with the videos, and you will buy it. <laughs> can you imagine the audacity? Like, no promo. Yeah, like, I'm here now. Like, I'm here now. I know you guys have been waiting. Yeah. But do you, know how much, do you know how much that changed, like, the, the release game with people's albums now? Like, people, you can't, you cannot announce an album a year or eight months ahead. People will just, you know what I mean? They'll yeah. forget about it by yeah, the time yeah, it hey, comes I out. I hear what you're saying. Because I was thinking that, like, Kanye is just... Probably like last week and I was like, okay, I'm dropping two albums in June. Uh, my brain can't take it. Mental couch, I need it. <laughs> let let me come up with the mental couch and then we can be talking about dropping 17 albums in one day and I'll be like, yeah, I'm down. Flip it out. 24 hours, but I'm going to listen to all of them. <laughs> 17 like different laptops open like, yeah, absorbing all of it. <laughs> Track eight on that one. Amazing. <laughs> um, bruh, I don't think that's a wise decision to drop that many albums at once because like now people like, Whichever one's the best, mm. like, because I feel like there will be one obvious best one. It's probably going to be the Kiddie, um, Kiddie, 
kitty. You Bro. need you need to have a nap. You do. Um, Kanye West and Kudi. Yeah. Um, album that probably will be like the best one. In well, my the solo albums and it's only gonna be like seven tracks long though. Yeah. Just ain't too much. But you know what's funny? Mm. I won't listen to any of them. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I won't listen to it until like I don't know September time. Why? I don't know. I still haven't listened to Cardi B's album. I haven't listened to Scissors album. I haven't listened to. I didn't listen to a lot of albums straight away, you know. I don't like to. I'm allergic. I listened. To, I recorded this podcast last week, but I didn't put it out. I'm allergic to hype, and I think it comes from me being stubborn. And it that's like back. That's hella contrarian, as. Um. Oh, I don't know what that means, but okay, cool. Like, I'm not even gonna try and explain that. Yeah, one. I'll Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it's one me being stubborn, and then also because um. I know the effect of listening to things when it's hyped. But I feel like if you listen to it straight away, that removes the hype. For no, me. It doesn't for me. Because, you know, like, for example, see films. I'll watch a film and I'll walk away and I'm still thinking about it a, a week later, coming to a conclusion as to whether I really liked it or if I liked it because I was in a cinema yeah. and, like, the hype and, like, you know, the excitement of what I've seen on screen and as I left was still with me. Because if I still like it in six months, that means I liked it. Yeah. Like, I'm really deep into this process of what is what do I like because I like it. But I'm like that. But because I'm not on social media, like, I'll watch something. Mm, actually, and then I'm not it. engaging in the conversation with people. It's really just me thinking about, you know what I mean? If I liked mm. it, what I liked about it kind of shit. So I'll listen to an album, an album drops, and I'll just listen to it straight away. And then... I'll listen to it a few more times and then I have my thoughts on it or whatever rather than logging on and then seeing people, oh, this album's the best thing ever. Like, oh, this album's shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Maybe it's just because I work in radio. You think so? Yeah. I don't like, I don't, I don't like people telling me what to listen to. Mm. I don't like people um, talking to me about things I don't want to talk about. Sometimes I like to listen to albums and I don't want to talk to any about, anybody about it. Yeah. Like it's, because I think this is something else I said on the, I didn't re- release it, but this is something else I said on it. I've realized from the one secret I have that no one else knows, I realized how much I enjoy having things for myself. So I like some experiences are my experiences and I don't like to share them. Mm. So like, um, if I could go to a cinema by myself, I would sick. I'd do that all the time. No, so like, so no, so like it's an empty cinema. I'd do that. I would fully do that because I'd fully use every seat. Like I'd be running around <laughs> the cinema, like embracing everything. I'd be fully because I do that when I watch films by myself. I'm all over the room. Mm. Um, so yeah, I feel I feel like I enjoy having experiences that are only mine, and they're only mine, and no one would know that I had them at that moment. Whereas if I listen to like, um, I don't know. Oh yeah, Drake's dropping an album as well. Everyone's dropping now. Bloody hell! Apart from Rihanna, bloody hell. Come on, come on, Riri. <laughs> <laughs> Keep having these breaks. Do you know what I feel like she did? She had that album. She probably signed with a record label. They were like, we need five albums or have many albums. She was like, bitch, you're going to get two. Like, you're gonna, no, she was like, you're going to get them every year. Because remember, she used to release like music so often. I'm not a Rihanna. Oh, so that's know. fine. That's fine. I'll keep talking. <laughs> and then she just took this break. And I was like, um, excuse me. I've been used to this. Why are you stopping what you're doing? <laughs> This isn't funny anymore. <laughs> it was funny t- for two months now, but now it's like two years. <laughs> mm. um, and I felt like she just took a break and then she's like, okay, now I'm going to release what I want to release. But anyways, that's not what we're talking about. Um, Yo, but I to watched, that point, if no. If I went home and watched um, Brokeback Mountain today, 
Yeah. No one would want to know I watched it. No one would know I watched it because like it's not the thing to be doing right now. Because mm. and no, and because and because it's not the thing to be doing, no one's gonna ask me about it because they're not gonna be like, oh, I know what question to ask. It's like Black Panther. People will still ask me, "Have you watched?" Have it? you watched Black Panther? Like, there's no conversation ongoing about Brokeback Mountain right now. But so if I go home and watch it, and I really like it, it's my experience. Like it it begins and ends with me, and I like that. I think um, I'm selfish. Yeah, man. Narcissistic. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I like uh, the one of my things I do all the time is when I a lot of the, most of the time I go and watch films in a cinema. I mostly go like on my own. That's good. I need to go more on my own. And to the point where, like, if someone wants me to go with them, I'll just be like, nah, like I'm going on my own. Mm, and good. I think it's because I like to have that experience on my own when I come out and actually sit on it rather than if I really like to film and then I've watched it with someone and then they didn't like it you saying how much you didn't like it kind of ruins the experience for me see that's <laughs> it, I think it's the same with me like I don't like Rob sounds so childish I don't like people's opinions I like to hear people's opinion fam to quote Crystal from the read like um, she was talking about people who were complaining and she was like you guys can turn me off you know it's not by force mm. So the same thing with um, me, the way I like to dead conversation is, oh, I haven't heard it. Oh, I just haven't listened to it. Oh, I've not watched it yet. Like I remember, <sighs> I was in a radio station and somebody was like, um, oh, have you heard this track? And I was like, no, I haven't, li- I haven't listened to it yet. They're like, oh, um, are you gonna listen? Oh, here's the name of it, are you gonna listen to it? And I was like, yeah, I'm probably not gonna listen to it for a couple months. Probably never gonna listen to it actually. And they were like, they were offended. And I was like, <laughs> Firstly, I'm no one. <laughs> Keep in mind, I am no one. Like mm. I do this podcast and I listen to it. <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking. Thanks for doing this. Listens. <laughs> hey, I-, I listen to it too. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just like the idea that um, I do what I want to do. I don't when like. You do it. Yeah, I don't like hearing people's opinions of this is why it's great and you should listen to it. Because now I'm gonna go into it with a criteria of this person said this, this, and this. Mm. Now I have to listen to it. And if it, if if this track doesn't do this to me, I'm gonna either feel like it didn't do as well as it should have. Yeah. Like I was saying to my lecturer, no expectations is how I like to um, live my life. So I was like, next week when we come for this meeting, have no expectations. Then whatever I bring, at least you'll you'll be proud. Yeah. Whereas if you're like, you need to have this analysis done and this and this and this you're either going to be disappointed or you're going to be okay with what I've done because I've done what I need to do. Yeah. But I was like, if you, if, if you have no... She was like, I'm a glass half full person. No, she's a glass half full, full person. I said, I'm a person that turns up to the room, sees the glasses happy, and then realises there's water. And I'm like, oh my freaking gosh, this is even better than I imagined. <laughs> I thought I was just coming to a room. Yeah. I didn't even know there was going to be a room, actually. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? I prefer the like complete um surprise and... The no expectations like thing is easier when there's no conversation yeah. surrounding it. Because that's like film, like film and cinema is literally like my life. And Your life. Uh, yeah, man. Your life. Like it's what I want to do. It's what I've always been interested in since we should, I can you remember. Should go, what, uh, I'm trying to think what film, Infinity War's coming out soon. Yeah. But this, hmm? so I mean, I was about to get on that as well. This oh, is really? exactly what I'm saying is like any film that I really am interested in, I want to watch, I'll like 
watch maybe one trailer and then I'll just dead off Same. everything else. Yes, yes, because, yes. I get the because I hate, hate trailers. I hate, I hate going in and knowing. Like, all right, I watched a film the I other day. The same. I watched a film. There was a, a film called The Quiet Place. I don't know if you've watched it. Oh, yeah, it or yeah, not. with um, Emily Bunton. Yeah. From, yeah, Drunken I was Drunken hyped TV. about that film, right? Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen a single trailer. I just knew the actors and the directors and writers involved and mm-hmm. whatever. And I was like, making sure I didn't see anything about it or read anything about it. Mm-hmm. And then someone fucking told me, right, that it's... Have you watched it? No, I only seen the trailer because I knew I was going to watch it. G- I don't do horror films. CG care for like, say something. Go for it, I don't really care. Oh, spoiler alert. No, nah, um, no, nah, it's not... Ooh, it's not a... Sp- it's a horror film. You should know what happens. It's not a it's- spoiler alert. It's a spoiler alert, like, if you don't want to know anything at all about the film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine okay. then. But it, someone just told me that it was about, like, monsters oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the film. Mm-hmm. And that like pissed me off to like the nth degree, but that's how I like to, like to go. Into I don't like films. watching trailers either. It just ruins it. Um, it. Tells you everything. I feel like in today's like I feel like if they switched up the the film game mm. and they started doing trailers the way they do theater trailers, I would be invested. What do you mean by that? Watch a theater trailer, like a theater performance trailer. Mm. You don't know what is going on. You don't even know what you're going to go see. You just know who's involved. Yeah. I remember I watched um, a trailer called, I think it's called Frozen. Uh, is it called Frozen? But it's basically about this girl who's um, kidnapped. But if, if you watch the trailer, you see the three main characters. That isn't that Frozen. No, 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 but it's not that Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that Frozen, bro. But it's got Suran Jones um, and this these two other characters. Yeah. And it's not clear what is, like, what... So like you have the like, so say you've got um, a quiet place, mm-hmm. and it says horror film, um, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt star mm-hmm. in a film about protecting their kids at all costs. Yeah, that's it. Even if you watched, and if this was a theater production, you'd watch the trailer, and it would tell you exactly what you just read: protecting your kids at all costs. Yeah, it would be like a shot of them holding their kids close to them. Another shot maybe of like an empty corridor. So that you uh, are, you're aware of what genre it is. Yeah. I guess. And it would literally depict everything that it said in that tiny bio that they're protecting their children at all costs. Yeah. The frozen thing was something like um, a child goes missing and something like she has to find her child basically somehow. I watched the trailer and I was like, you basically just told me what I just read. Like I've got no new information. Whereas with the trailers that are in like films nowadays, you've basically told me what's gonna happen. And because nothing is like out there or like new nowadays, to me at least, yeah. in certain genres. Like what happened to rom coms actually? The death of rom coms? Yo, they died off. Rom coms used to be my shit. You know, a few years ago it used to be like twelve a year. Bruh. I'm trying to think what's the last rom com that came out? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. What's the last rom com that came out? I have no idea, man. That's up, that's bothering me. Oh, um, um, um. What's the name of this? Is it Amy Schumer's? I mean, do you know what? Oh, else? Trainwreck. Yeah. Oh, Love Simon. That's a that's a romantic comedy. Um. I haven't watched any of wow. these. Wow. October. Can you, do you know any of them? I know Love, I, Simon. That thing, that advert's always on I know one, but I just was like, what? I ain't heard that one. I ain't heard that one. I ain't heard that one. I don't know Overboard. Who's this actor? Kate is a single... Why can't I... Okay, Trash. 
Well, okay, that's a bit offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Kate is a single working class mother of three who hired who's hired to clean a luxury yacht that belongs to Leonardo, a selfish, spoiled, and wealthy mid. See, I already know the storyline. Like, can you just Dead. stop? The funniest thing is, I read books like this all the time, so I don't even know why I'm judging them. Like, I don't <laughs> invest my life. <laughs> um, this has been the fun podcast. This has been great. <laughs> I think we should do this again sometime. Again? again. <laughs> now? <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so this has been episode 10 of Juice 2.0. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys learned something new. I hope you either learned something new or disagreed with us to the point where you were like, oh, I'm not listening to this anymore. I'm joking. No, 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 no. To the point where you were like, let me figure out what they want, what they really want to say. Do you have anything important to say to us? Tell your family and friends. <laughs> don't tell us. <laughs> don't tell us. Because we don't like opinions. Did you not know? <laughs> um, if you want to rate the podcast on iTunes, because I never bothered to say that, but I realized it's a thing, apparently. Um, so yeah, do that. And yeah, man. Catch Ghosts. you next week. I mean, don't deuce my fans. Oh, oh, they're not my fans, but still, they might just touch my lips. <laughs> they might just touch my lips. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> gross, dude. Dude, where's my car? Juiced with Ayer Fawawai.